Welcome to another episode of Iron Fall Trust podcast and today we have another inspiring athlete for you Pau Kapel Pau is an amazing athlete with an excellent track record and especially for someone who just came onto the scene in 2013 Pau has competed and placed in amazingly difficult races like the Madeira Island Ultra Trail UTMB the Skyrunner series and most recently he won the Transcan Canaria third consecutive year in a row we are going to talk to pau about his uh, latest win of course his philosophies in life how you know his running philosophies training philosophies gear he likes to use and so much more so let's start our powwow with pau hi pau how are you hello fine thank you well first of all we have to start by saying congratulations on your third transcran granaria win third in a row how are you feeling it was fantastic yeah? <laughs> it was my third victory in transcran granaria it was amazing uh, i couldn't imagine when i finished because the race it was it was hard uh, i did a, i start with hayden hawks and it was too hard for me because the speed of Haydn is is too high but then finally i i could win the race and it was wow uh, really good feelings of course and i i actually wanted to talk to you a little more detail in that because eventually when you won it wasn't even a close race i mean you left hayden far behind uh, <laughs> but what was the race like for you this year um, what was the experience like do you feel like you were well trained for it and very prepared for it Uh, yeah, I think that we did uh, a good precision. So on January and start of February, we did a, a big volume of trainings. So I think that I arrived to the race with yeah good performance. So when I was running, I was feeling really good, and also in the kilometers, I don't know, 90 kilometers after the the start of the race, I was feeling I was feeling good, and I I could push more on the on the uphill so it was a yeah really good performance for run the Transcan area and so if you were to compare it with the other three years uh, how was it different or was uh, you know uh, than the other two years uh oh, the difference uh, it was that uh, the last years i was running all the time with some people so it was maybe harder than this year but yeah this year i could run a lot of times uh, alone because on the kilometer 45 hayden was behind me so I, i i decided to to push a little bit more so i started my own race at kilometer 45 to the finish so for me it, it was not easy but it was better this year than the other years and you sure left the pack behind you and you just shot straight ahead and crossed the finish line what was going through your head when you crossed the finish line uh, i was thinking uh, on the trainings that i have done uh, because <laughs> we train a lot a lot of hours so uh, when you take your goal is amazing because you you think wow i did it and i thought that it was impossible and finally this is a reality Yes, it is a reality. So, so th- that was going to be my next question. Uh, did you go into it uh, keeping the win in mind, or or or, or were you going to be okay with whatever whatever outcome? Uh, before the race, I was thinking to enjoy because I was a little bit scared uh, of uh, for the race uh, because I I knew the the track 
I knew ever uphill, ever downhill. So this is harder because your mind is thinking, wow, now I'm going to run this distance. I'm going up, I'm going down. So this is harder. But then during the race, I started to think in, in the win the race because yeah, I had the race on my hand and I only need to do this, close the hand and take it. So I wanted to close the hand and, and take the, the victory and finally it was possible. And you sure did. And you did it with style. And uh, like I said, you were way ahead of the pack. And uh, your, your uh, time this year was just seconds behind uh, your time from your previous record, which is, which is also the uh, record for the race. Uh, how did that feel? Uh, is that a future goal of yours to beat your own record, be even faster? Yeah, but in this year, the Transvaal Canaria had four kilometers more. So that's why maybe I did, I think, 15 or 20 minutes more this year. Mm -hmm. But if we compare with the last track and the track of this year, it's maybe the same. same. Uh, same. When I was running with Hayden, we were 10 and 15 minutes less than the last year in every checkpoint. And the new, the new track, it was in the last part of the race. So, so you definitely ran faster. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. If we compare yeah. the, the first part, we, that I did with Hayden, we, we were faster. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you grew up in the region. How much do you think that had to do with, you know, you doing so well in these races in the region? Yeah, I think that for me, it's important that when you are going to run, uh, you need to, to like the race. Yes. So normally when I search my calendar or when I do the calendar, first of all, I do the races that I like it. Because if not, then I, I run bad. So I need to, to love the places. So Transvaal Canaria is one of the best places for me. So I, I love the island. So that's why I can run good. If not, uh, I can't. Of course. And of, of course, course, it's 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 a home base for you in many ways too. Uh, and that's what I want to know more about now. You know, what was it like? What was your childhood like, Pau? You want to know what, what, what was little Pau doing? If we rewind, go back in time, get into a time travel machine and go back, what would we find you doing? Uh, I think that I'm a privileged person because I can do the things that I love. Mm. So when you do the things that you love, uh, your passion, uh, the effort of travels, a lot of uh, hours doing trainings uh, is, enough, is, is not enough. So for me, it's perfect uh, travel, uh, meet people, and and that's perfect for me because this is my life, and and I choose this way. So I studied when I was young. Mm -hmm. I'm engineering, okay. engineering. Yes, so industrial engineer, I, right? Yeah, yeah, I studied, but then I decided to choose my way that it was in this sport. So for me, it's not a a crime is is perfect. <laughs> it is perfect, and and you you also played soccer uh, early on, right? That, that and of yeah. course that's huge in Spain. So, do you come from an athletic family in your household? You know, were other people athletic? Uh, yeah, in my, in my family, always uh, we have practiced a lot of sports. So when I was young, I played tennis mm. and paddle, and and then I played soccer, and when I was 20 years, I had a, a injury. injury, so okay. um, the doctor recommended me to run. So I started running at 20 years, uh, but it was amazing the feeling that I that I feel when I was running. So I started running to today. But yeah, in, in my home, 
always we have practiced the sport. Yes. So, so you practice a lot, and there's a lot of running even in soccer and uh, t- tennis. It's just in uh, yeah. tennis, even yeah. shorter space. But there's oh my god, soccer has a lot of running as well. So, uh, yeah. but different type. Um, but you you know you talked about your in- injury, and I want to talk a little more about that because you know injury in sports is so common, and it's usually a very dark time of a you know athlete's life. Uh, when you got injured. um what what was your uh, state of mind at that uh, time and and to be able to redirect it and start running like what was the what was your process it was really hard because uh, i'm really nervous so always i need to do something because i can't be here sit in, in the seat so it's impossible for me normally <laughs> so when i was injured it was really hard for me for the mind because uh-huh. i wanted to walk i wanted to do a sport and i couldn't because my leg was uh, with the operation with okay. with chirurgic operation no so uh, after that after five months so i broke my ligaments and the meniscus so i needed to recover five months and when i finished this this process i wanted to walk only mm-hmm. uh, for me it was not important play I soccer again, played tennis. I wanted to walk to move my legs. So that's why I started to run mm. with a lot of good feelings. So it was necessary for me to run and then it was a, a therapy to run. Yes. So yes. uh when I was running, it was meant for me mentally it was open your mind and enjoy. So that's why I started to to run after this this process. and and of course like you said you found another love another passion of your life and yeah. and um at at that point like when you discovered running how did your soccer and uh, tennis and all these other sports that you had done in the past did they help you in any way um in in your running uh, career or or did you have to leave all of that behind i maybe that these sports helped me uh to know how we need to effort mm-hmm. to do okay. something so mm-hmm. for me it was important this but um the other things of trainings and this i think that this is really different in sports so um no this sport didn't help me mm-hmm. about it but they did help me of the mind and of the effort that we need to do to to do a sport and other things mm-hmm. and once you know once you made this shift and you found something even even you know that you loved even more so it's a very big shift in the changing the direction of your life that must have been a huge teaching moment for you it must have been a very big uh, you know time of your life talk to us about how how did your philosophy of life uh, shift uh, for me it's uh, the philosophy of life is uh, fight for your dreams yes and love your things Yes. So yes. uh when I recovered after the injured uh I wrote uh this this phrase on my on my bedroom and I put uh, fight for your dreams but love what you have love your family because they will be the people that will come with mm-hmm. you in ever sport in ever ultra trail and that's my philosophy every morning I, when I wake up I say wow you are really lucky because you are going to run or you are going to train and this is your life and you choose this so enjoy it 
because tomorrow we will know we mm -hmm. we will not know what will happen and today we can choose so it's better take your time and and this is my philosophy that's a, that's really a very beautiful and profound uh, philosophy to have and it it applies itself to everything obviously not just you know not just in everyday living but also in in sport and like you said it's not it's not just that you won the race but you also enjoyed the race so sure. so obviously you apply this in your ultra career as well talk to us about that yeah 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 i apply this because in every race that i do uh, my family is coming with me mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. when the people ask me hey, pau uh, what is better a uh, training or the diet or I say no. This is not the the best thing. The best thing is this my family because they will be never checkpoint. They will help me when I was when I will be tired. I call I call them when I'm tired. So when I'm running after I don't know ten hours, I need to call my girlfriend and say, Marta, I'm really tired. I need to talk with you about the life, about you, and this is for me. This is power. And if I can't call them, uh, I'm sure that in a lot of times I, I stop. So, so in addition to food and training, you also need your loved ones and your support, your support system, right? They, they energize you. Yeah, the training is really important because if you don't train, you will not finish. And the diet is really important because if you eat bad, you will not finish because your stomach will explode. <laughs> But then uh, the family... If you don't have the family or you you don't have your your sentimental sentimental feeling, um, and you will not finish. Sure. Yes, and and so, it, obviously, you know, you have your family, your friends, your girlfriend. They're supporting you, and they give you so much, so much, uh, you know, power and uh, energy to go forward. And the interesting thing about ultras is that even the community is very supportive and they are there for you and even the athletes that you are competing against they are there for you and support you so talk to us about the ultra community and how do they uh, you know what role do they play in your life uh the community is uh, also is the one of the best uh, important things because you can share your passion with other people so this is the same feeling that i feel when For me, it's a family because when I have a family, my family, I can share with them my my passion, my future goals, my calendar, my my travels. But then I explain the 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 life that I live with ultra community. So uh, today, the social media, the mobile phone, for example, is really important for us because for us we can share at the moment with you for example with people that is living in argentina mm -hmm. in tokyo yeah. and this connection is incredible it's magic because you can share with them your passion and they can share with you uh, the questions and this connection is for me is one of the best things of ultra ultra trail Yes, and that, and you're right. You know, in today's day and age, thanks to technology, we can uh, you can be connected to people all over the world at any given point of time and get so much knowledge from that too. And so, that, that actually, that, that, I was going to ask you that question later, but I would love to know right now what are some of you know when it comes to apps and uh, you know technology. What do you use to support your uh, running career? Uh, I'm not 
I'm not using a lot of uh, apps, but one of the apps is Strava, for example, of course. because of course. I can look other trainings of, co of competitors. <laughs> so this is, this is a good advantage. And also I can share my trainings and then uh, I can share the, the comms with people. And this for training, if you use it with good way, mm -hmm. so it's, yeah. a, it's a good improve because you can, yeah, you can uh, do a little bit more in every training because you know that this part is, is a comb and you can, you can run faster. So, and then you can share your trainings with the people. So when I go to, for example, to Tokyo, when I went to Tokyo, um, I was looking on the Strava some trails that the people was doing. So it was really good for me because I could training there in the best zones of Tokyo, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's amazing, and obviously you have an analytical mind, and also obviously a very competitive nature. Were you always this competitive? Eh? Sorry. Were you always this competitive? Yeah, I I think that I'm really competitive. Yeah. <laughs> always. <laughs> that's that that that's obviously that's something you know that's a part of your personality, and that's why you uh, you know p perform so well and from the get go. So you have the na ability, and also you know the training and the and the mental focus to keep with it and that's why you perform so well uh, having said that uh, obviously you know in the time that you have been uh, running you must have learned a lot you know of new things because people learn with more time and experience and you talked a lot in your initial um, running career about gaining as much experience as you can because you learn so much from it and you also train from it so t talk to us about that. Uh, how has your training changed over or evolved over time? How is my training? Yes, like has it, uh, how, because I'm sure you've, you're an intellectual analytical person who sees results. You see what happens in results. So from the beginning to now, what changes have you seen and what all have uh, you added? Yeah. Uh, when I started train, I did a lot of mistakes because I didn't know how train. Uh, I did a big mistake that it was always run every day, 25, 30 kilometers. Mm, okay. So what happened that after three months, my body exploded oh, because yeah. it, was in, it was crazy. Every day running, running, and I didn't do training on the gym. I didn't do force for the legs, oh. not cross trainings, no, nothing, only running. So today I have changed a lot, uh, the training. Every year I, I learn. And today I'm doing a training of maybe in the morning I train three hours, maybe more or less is a, my long training running. And then on the afternoon I do a cross training. And mm -hmm. this cross training is I go to the gym and I do T-Rex, uh, Core, I do spinning, uh, elliptic, mm -hmm. or one training running, but a specific training mm -hmm. like series, okay. far leg. Is a more specific training on yes. the afternoon. In the morning, I do a big training of running to take the volume of the of the week. That's that's really important information to have. How it's important to not just go and, like you said, run twenty five miles every, every twenty five kilometers uh, every day. It's important to mix it up and do cross training. And when it comes to nutrition, what have you learned along the way? Uh, also, is the same. <laughs> For me, the, I always say that the things that I don't control, I prefer to to uh, ask help. So in this case, in nutrition, um, I have a one nutritionist with me. 
So they, they well, she helped me a lot of the nutrition. So I follow uh, a diet during the week. So every day I eat the breakfast, the lunch, dinner, and after training a recovery. And it's really controlled diet. I, I don't like to eat bad. I eat good salads, vegetables. I think it's really important. And then for the race, uh, we do a planning. So what happened in Transcon Canaria, for example, uh, we control every, every kilometer. So every 20 minutes, you need to drink this, or every 30 minutes, you need to eat this product. And the assistants, the, 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 the same that I, I told you, my assistant is my family, so they help me a lot uh, with the diet. So in, in every checkpoint, they, they are prepared, they prepare the food, they prepare the drink, and I arrive and I have all prepared. It's like a buffet. You can choose, you can eat what you what you want, but what you need in this moment. And you eat good and there's no stomach exploding. Exactly, That's... exactly. This is the, the, the mistake is if you eat bad, you will have problems. Yes, but of course. And, and obviously, you know, you have gathered all this information over time and you have taken help when you need help. Now, with all the information that you have, you have created a company called Privy Life, where you uh, provide, you, you use your expertise and help other people improve their performance. Talk to us about your company a little bit. Yeah, I decided to create this company two years ago with two colleagues uh, to help the people to train better. Um, to yeah, we do a training camps, and then the people come and we do a. a technique with uh, poles, we run, we explain uh, the experience, the nutrition, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and also we organize team buildings for companies, but these team buildings uh, are not uh, like party, alcohol, no. These team buildings are different. It's more like sports, a gymkhana, and a healthy night, and we try to, to move the society in a healthy culture healthy, healthy culture and yeah. and so so obviously you know people who come and uh, who are your clients are not just big athletes it's like you said it's anybody anybody who wants to Im improve their performance can come right yeah yeah and also I, I we we do a training so i i'm a coach in a trail running because i studied for for that also so uh, the people that want to repeat normally uh, wants to stay with us, uh, training every every week here in, in Barcelona. So we plan, we do a planning uh, of trainings also. So it's a, a lot of we do a lot of things, but all in relation in sports. Sports and healthy. Yeah, yes. sure. <laughs> so so, what's your favorite thing about coaching? My favorite thing about coaching. Yes. Uh, the best thing is I'm coaching people in South America in America, in uh, China, in Barcelona. Um, some of these people, I can train with them, uh, personal training, and other people, because they are in, in South America, for example, in online training. But the best thing is, is not uh, the result of these people. The best thing is when the people is, is sad, is tired, and I can, help, I can help them, and they are improving and, and the day after they say, Pau, I'm better, I'm happy, I did this, I did this training. I say, wow, this is my my goal, it was this. That's so amazing. This is, this is, yeah, and 
And sometimes when I wake up and I, I receive some WhatsApps on my mobile and I receive this kind of WhatsApps, I wake up with other feeling. Sure. You, it must make you feel great. So where do you see, say 10 years down the line, where would you like to see Privy Life? What do you want? What do you see in the future for your company? Um, maybe stay in the same in the same balance that like today because <laughs> I can train, I can travel, I can com do a competitions and also I can share my life of competitions with Privy Life. So this balance, I think that it's really important for me, for my feelings. So uh, if I can sing a contract from the contract, uh, I choose it should say it's the same way like today. So this is the best. <laughs> That's wonderful. And, you know, you talked about uh, balance of, you know, like work life and your personal life. How do you make that balance happen? Because it doesn't just happen. It's a very it's, it's a big effort, uh, just yeah. like your training and everything. So talk to us about that, the effort that it that requires and, and the sacrifices that you have to make. I, for me, it's, uh, it's really easy, uh, really easy. Because uh, uh, I have a lot of things, but because I want, I want to do trainings, I want to train for me, I want to travel, I want to visit South America, I want, I want to do a lot of things. But then I say the same always, the best important is my family. So if in my family, uh, my girlfriend, my parents, my brothers, uh, the life of them are in balance, my life is really good. Mm. The problem could be that one of these people, uh, the life of them or the life of one of them um, is going down. So the problem, it was that for me, it was, wow, my family is not good. So my level of trainings uh, competition will be going down for sure. But at this moment, everybody in my family is good. No, no cancer, no problems. The health is on the way. So this is the best. And then... I can control the other things because it's my responsibility. But then for me, the family is, is my balance is the family. family. And, and so, like you said, it's so important for you to have that balance for you to be able to perform at your best. So if you, if, if there's somebody out there, because you know, you hear people say this all the time, Oh my God, I have no time for this. Oh my God, I'm too busy for that. So what do you have to say to them? What advice would you give them? I think that this is an excuse because it's not possible. As the day have 24 hours, so if you think that you need to sleep eight hours, you lost two hours for eat and drink. It's 10 hours. You have 12 hours, and then you work eight hours. You have four hours for you. So you can you you always you can choose uh, your way. And if you want to to do something, it's the same that my phrase. Is fight for your dreams. Uh, if you want to do it, exactly. If you want to do it, you can do it. Mm -hmm. But then, if you want to take excuses, you can take it. But um, this is not 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 real. I like your advice. Your advice is stop making excuses. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so, so moving on uh, from that, Pao, uh, what what are some of the favorite races that you have participated in? in your career so far? Oh, uh, I mean, Trans-Grand Canaria, of course. One of them. Uh, but then, in I enjoyed a lot in in Ultra Tail Mount Fuji, mm -hmm. uh, Fuji last Fuji. year. It was 
uh, incredible experience. I ran with Dale Bowman uh, from USA, and it was incredible because the people there have a different culture, yes. uh, really yes. different, and the race is different, the checkpoints are different, the marks of the trail are different. So I was running uh, like, wow, this is not normal. <laughs> this is not normal. <laughs> Give us an and, example of one of the things that was, like what was different about it? Uh, in the checkpoint, for example, when I, I was running, I was arriving to the checkpoint. It was people around me filming, but around me is like here, like 10 <laughs> centimeters around me. And I was I need to run fast, please, <laughs> space, because I need to take my bottles, the food, and the people it was filming, filming a lot. And this is, was, wow, this is crazy. This is not the culture like Europe, for example. If, yes. you, if you're running in UTMB, the people is more with respect. Uh, they, they, they give you medals. Space, they, yes. Exactly. Yeah, they know that you need to, to take space to take the, the things. And, and it was uh, yeah, uh, a different culture. And then other race is it was in Australia also, Ultra Trail Australia. It was a, a good experience for me for the travel for for the trail also. So it, two of the the best experience. You talked about your favorite races um, that you've run. Now talk to me about some of the most challenging races that you have had, some of the uh, most difficult races, or no uh, difficult races. <laughs> yeah, always every race is difficult, but. One of the most difficult that I have run is in Livigno. I run in uh, a sky race in Livigno, a race that is organized for outer trail runner. So the the trail it was a really technical trail, and for me it was difficult because I needed to take ropes to go down. And normally in ultra trails we we don't use it. Mm -hmm. So uh, sometimes I was scared. And I did. I didn't uh, do a good a good job there because maybe for the scare for for the moment of, of the of the race I couldn't run good. So it was the most challenging good experience for sure. Wow. And and so when when you have challenges um, in in a race, like you said, every race is a difficult race. What are the biggest challenges that you find? Do you find the physical challenges tougher or do you find the mental challenges tougher? And and once you meet those challenges, what is your process to get over them? Mm, yeah, uh, the physical challenge, I can um, plus this because if, if we train, finally, uh, we will have legs. So if you don't have legs, you will not finish. This is easy. And then I think that the, the most a challenge is the mental challenge because uh, it's when you think that you can't so when your mind say pow you can't run uh, it's really difficult uh, plus this moment uh, and and yeah i work a lot uh, during my training like tomorrow for example uh, i'm going to train and i want i'm going to work this uh, with some i don't know some specific techniques like uh, don't drink don't eat, for example, and your body is uh, running without food yeah. in a training, and then um, in a race will be the same in some times because you, you are with bad feelings. So your mind is saying, okay, in the training you did it, so now it's not a problem. Mm. So you need to, to, before the race, you need to do some, uh, I don't know in English, eh, but some, 
challenging in your training to to know what will happen in a race. Got and it. then one thing, and this is a secret, but now it's not a secret because I'm telling <laughs> I'm telling you. I, my family, I was telling you that uh, is very important, but my girlfriend is an incredible um, mental, I don't know, uh, mentor, for example, uh, in English. Yes. Uh, because in a race, for example, in Newton Beam, uh, she incited in my iPod some voice of my family. Oh, wow. So I, I, I run normally with music. I was running with music, and seven hours after, I was listening, I don't know, uh, music. And my father started to uh, talk, and Pau, uh, you are not alone. I'm with you. Oh, I'm at wow. home, but I'm following you. And I say, wow, she's uh, telling me now in Kurmayer. And after, in Bonatti, my girlfriend, my sponsor, my friends. And I did the UTMB 20 hours with people uh, telling me phrases, telling me feelings, and it was... It's like now, eh? My, I got, I got goosebumps too. Yeah. <laughs> it was an incredible uh, mental challenge, uh, you know. Uh, and Marta is, I, I told Marta, Marta, how you thought to do it this? Because it was amazing for me. Oh, when wow. I was tired, I, I was thinking, you can't stop. Your father is, is telling you, come on, you can do it. Yeah. So it was, wow, amazing. That's an amazing story. Thank you for sharing your secret with us, Pao. That really is such a beautiful story. And, and you know, to know that your family, you know, plays such an important uh, part in your life and your career. It's a beautiful thing to hear for sure. And um, so, I mean, I was going to ask you what's your favorite uh, music in your iPod, but I think this, this is way better than <laughs> asking you what your favorite yeah. music is. This is a beautiful story for sure. And um, when it comes to running, what is your favorite terrain to run on? How do you, do you like mountains, beaches? What's your favorite? Yeah, I, I live uh, close Barcelona. So I live tw 20 meters up the sea. So I'm not living in a high mountains. I prefer the terrain of Trans Canaria that is a runable terrain, but in some parts it's, it's hard. I need to walk with poles and then I can run. I need to walk, run. And this is my best, my best terrain. I don't like the, the ropes. I don't like the, the hard uh, ultra trails with uh, difficult downhills, technical downhills. I don't like it. But at the same time, I, I don't like the race that is really flat really runable like western states for example is a runable race i think yes so i, yes. I have never run the race but uh, I, I was looking on videos on this and maybe i don't know if this race uh, can be the best for me but for example hard rock race uh, could be a good race uh, more similar like in europe so this kind of races do you ever see yourself doing something like in the desert like marathon des sables <laughs> not yet yet but no. i don't know the maybe future. someday i would like because uh, it would be a it would be a good opportunity with the community that yes. we were talking uh, before so yes. i think that it, it can be a good experience it's a huge experience it's a learning yeah. experience definitely and um, so uh, you know, we have talked about where you like running. Now let's talk a little bit about gear. Uh, what kind of gear do you like wearing? Like, what, do you, uh, what is just, your must-haves for running? I, I use the North Face uh, clothes of course. because of course. I like it. Before I was uh, at a trail running of, of the North Face, I was using the brand, so mm -hmm. it was perfect. And, and yeah, I, I like to, to be light. 
not not with uh, a lot of uh, clothes. I, I like to be light. Um, and yeah, the shoe for me is the best important thing because if we run a lot of hours, we need to run with good fits. So I I prefer to use a, a big big shoe, not light shoe. Uh, maybe the I use the ultra endurance that is is more weight, but mm-hmm. for me it's really important that, that it's comfortable to run. Mm-hmm. So this okay. is the the most important thing. And then a good backpack to to yeah to run with good. Uh, position, not but with what positions I prefer to to run with with my I don't know the, with Upright the body. Chest. Up, yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So this is also an important part. So having proper so gear that supports your proper running form and not too heavy. Yeah, exactly. And you know we're talking about gear. You very early on in your running career started getting sponsorships. Uh, you know yeah. from uh, companies. How does how does sponsorship change the game up? Because otherwise, you know, running is not an easy sport to take on. It's not even a, a cheap, like especially ultra trail running, it's not a cheap um, uh, sport to be involved in. So how does sponsorship change your life? And how, how did you feel when you first started getting those sponsorships? I think that is for me, it's necessary to have these sponsorships because if I wouldn't have it, uh, I couldn't do trail running mm-hmm. because I'm living uh, with this sport um, luckily or I don't know in English but with my sponsors so if I don't have sponsors I can't I can't run I need to, to work like in general so for me it's really important I started with two sponsors I was working in a company and running but then when I was improving and winning some races here in, in Spain the sponsors were started to come and then I could change uh, my way to this sport. Mm-hmm. So for me today is yeah, is my my food is the sponsor. So name name your sponsors today. Uh, you know who all who all uh, sponsor you. I, I have the international sponsor is the North Face. Yes. It's my yes. main sponsor. And then I have a really good sponsors in Spain. That is. Also, the, the year that you, you told is Armax, is a one belt, led lenser, that is the, the, the um, I don't know, meaning the headlamp. Yes. Uh, then the, the food, for example, uh, companies care of, uh, with the food. Um, I don't know, a lot of uh, the Mercedes, I, I, Asunto. I have, maybe I, I think that I have 12 sponsors that are published on my, on my website. So, for me, it's really I'm really lucky with this. Oh, you, you're not just lucky; you're talented and hardworking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and so, uh, Paul, talk to us about your future plans. First of all, immediate future. What does 2019 look for uh, look like for you? What can we expect from you? Uh, the next uh, April, I will go to South America uh, to run the Patagonia 100 miles. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And end of April, I run in Mexico, 85 kilometers. So I will be one month in South America, traveling there and training. And then I, I will come back uh, home to run in, in Salzburg. Uh, I will run the Mozart 100. I will run in Menorca, uh, 87. In Grosslochner, 87. In Tenerife Marathon, I have some races to prepare the UTMB because mm-hmm. my now my main goal is UTMB and I would like to do a good job there. I know that a lot of people in USA is coming and, and they want 
to to win the race because they have never uh, won the race, so they want to do it. But I will be there to try not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will try to push my my best in the race. But yeah, I think that they have now seven races before the UTMB. Uh, some of these are ultra trail, and some of these are shorter, like marathon or mm-hmm. seventy. Mm-hmm. And who who are some of the um, ultra uh, you know elite runners or just runners that you look up to that you admire? Oh, uh, I admire a lot Kilian Jornet, for of example. Course, of course. But you know that if you want to compare with Kilian, you will lost for sure because Kilian is in other planets, so <laughs> I can't compare with them uh, with him. But then. Uh, yeah, I when I started run, uh, for me Sebastian Signo, it was my my mentor. My I want to try to be Sebastian Signo because it's not only for the run; it's more for the person of Sebastian. He is really person. Is uh, yeah, when you are talking with him, uh, he is open with you, so you can learn a lot, and he he wants to. Yeah, to to run with you, to to share with you, and this is really important for me. And yeah, when I started run, Sebastian Signor, it, it was one of my my best runners that I wanted to to run with him. Well, well, that, that's amazing, and you know, and Pau, I can totally see you beating Killian someday. You know, anything is possible. <laughs> <laughs> and with um and. You know, it was wonderful chatting with you today. Before we leave you, any final thoughts? What final thoughts do you have to say to, you know, people, someone who's listening to you right now? Uh, and your final words of wisdom. Uh, my final words uh, could be, if you want to run five kilometers, enjoy with these five kilometers. If you want to run 10 kilometers, enjoy with this 10. And if you want to run a ultra trail, enjoy it. But... Uh, it's not important the distance. The most important thing is the way to arrive to the finish line. If you are feeling good, if you are enjoying, this is the important thing because tomorrow we will not know what will happen. So we need to know that today is the day and we need to enjoy. So choose your way, choose the distance and then enjoy. It's important to enjoy the journey as well, not just the distance, uh, not just that a destination, yes. Well, thank you so much, Pao, for giving us, uh, you know, your time. You've just won a big race this Monday and, you know, you've given us this time. So we are very lucky to have you and we wish you the very best uh, for the rest of the year. We'll be keeping track of you and uh, hope to speak to you again after your multiple other wins. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. Ciao. Wow, guys, what an inspiring athlete. If you like this interview, we have so much more for you. We have more interviews with amazing athletes, award-winning documentaries, and tons of video content all relating to running. So don't forget to subscribe to our channel and also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and every social media platform. We are there. So see you there. Bye.